Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. This is VSIN Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Thursday edition of Final Countdown here on VSIN. Matt Brown, Jonathan Von Tobel on the desk with me for the next two days. Right, not even two hours. To give your expert opinion on everything going on in the sports world. Of course, we will talk Thursday night football, but probably a ton, actually, before this is all said and done. Probably a lot. Uh, Certainly do some prop watch a little bit later, see if there's any props that we like heading into that game. And then, of course, the big news just coming through. Producer Steph lets us know Steph Curry going to miss multiple weeks for the Golden State Warriors. Look, this is a team that was struggling on the road as it is anyway, John. And now with everything, I, you know, I, I'm not going to put the cart before the horse here and say that it's like a season that's going to be lost or anything like that. But I guess if, if that few weeks turns into, I don't know, five or six weeks or something like that, yeah. then I think it could, they could be in real trouble. Yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right. Um, and just given the way that they have struggled in multiple facets, not only just the road, uh, but in the minutes in which Steph Curry is off the floor, this team has been one of the worst teams in the NBA statistically in the possessions without Steph Curry. You see it all the time. I mean, go back to last night, right? Last night, for those who weren't really watching the game, Matt, they're down 20 points at halftime, okay? Mm-hmm. They come back in the third quarter, make a small adjustment. Come on, Looney doesn't start the third quarter. It's Jonathan Kaminga. They open up the third quarter on a 19-1 to run, really right. sparked by Steph Curry. And then he goes down with injury. He leaves the floor. And then what happens, you know, they kind of fall apart and can't really get back into it. It was just a smaller version of what has been the problem with the Golden State Warriors all season long. And some actual numbers for you. Steph Curry off the floor this season, a negative 9.8 net rating, an offensive rating of 103. Defensive rating's fine. It's 112, but they just can't score. 
To give you an idea in terms of a net rating of negative 9.8, that would put you just ahead of the San Antonio Spurs for their season-long mm. net rating. I feel like that's not very good. Not very uh, good. So, Definitely not very good. So if this is going to be the, the version of Golden State without Steph Curry, mm. yeah, they're in trouble. Going to ask you some some questions about that a little bit later in the show as well, because these other markets obviously are going to be affected uh, with this news. So see if there's anything that you think maybe still some value left, because I imagine by the end of the day, if there is, it'll be gone. It'll be gone yeah. yeah, It'll be gone. So we'll see if there's anything maybe we want to get in on, but let's talk a little bit of Thursday night football here. We have the 49ers on the road at the Seattle Seahawks as we sit right now. Three, three and a half, uh, three and a half here at the South Point out behind us. 43 is the total. This is Brock Purdy, it looks like. I mean, Adam Schefter reports that even though he was listed as questionable, that he is going to be the guy and he is going to be the one that's going tonight for the 49ers. Now, this would be the third game in which he has played second start. We always talk about this with these quarterbacks that kind of come in. There's no tape on them. A team never expects them to play in the first place, so they don't do any prep for them. You don't really know what style of offense a team is going to run with a different quarterback. And so now, second start, third game that he's played, do you expect these defenses to be able to adjust a little bit to this team, or do you think it might not even matter? I mean, I think you're adjusting to Purdy, right? Mm -hmm. The running game is the running game for San Francisco, right? It's very well schemed. Uh, It is going to be somewhat successful. It's just whether or not Brock Purdy as a passer is going to add something to this offense. And I would say they're probably going to be ready for him. Look, Purdy's been fine. He has Mm -hmm. not been otherworldly since we have seen him this year. I mean, in the two games we've seen him, right, the replacement game and then, of course, the start, we're talking about average depth as target of five and a half yards and 5.9. He's committed three turnover-worthy plays already in this short span that he's been on the field. So it's a relatively high turnover-worthy play rate for Purdy for a guy who's not really has to do that much. Um, I would say in this part of the reason I did have, I have a bet in this game, I bet this under 43 and a half. Mm-hmm. It, it's one of the reasons is Brock Purdy. And I just feel like they say what you will about like home field, not being worth as much for a guy like Purdy. Now to have a full game, essentially two games, we'll call it mm-hmm. on film with some lackluster offensive play. Now going on the road against a divisional opponent. That's somewhat familiar with what you're doing here. I, I feel like we're going to see. Maybe not the worst of Brock Purdy is the way to put it, but I think he's going to have his least effective game or there's a really good shot that that's going to be the case. Yeah, I put in I put in a three and a half ticket on the Seahawks at the yeah. beginning of the on, on at the beginning of the week because with this injury thing, I thought there was at least a chance we'd see Josh Johnson. If that's the case, if you're gonna give me the other side of a field goal and Josh Johnson would look, there's plenty of tape on that guy. There's yeah, right. they, I, everybody knows how limited he is and what he brings to the table with everything. And so um I, I was I was going to take my chances there on the three and a half. I don't hate I don't hate it that it's in my account still as it is right now. I don't hate the fact that I have the three and a half in there, and mainly because when we look at this, I do believe probably even with this oblique thing. I mean, you would have to assume there has to be something. There has to be some sort of lingering effect. I mean, if your if your oblique is hurt like and you're quarterback, yeah, I mean right? to do the different things, the the things that quarterbacks have to do. Yeah. You know those things, the twisting and the yeah. turning and the throwing. And so it leads me to believe that he can't be just you know completely okay in all this. And if that's the case, a compromised Brock Purdy, even against a defense in the Seattle Seahawks, that man, let's just you know if we're just being honest, has certainly has certainly gotten right back to that defense that we th- saw at the beginning yep. of the year, where we thought that this, this could be you know one of the top five worst defenses in the league. It ended up well, middle of the season had a little bit of an easy stretch of games, some uh, some soft landing spots, and we we're like, okay, well maybe they made you know big adjustments and whatnot. Well, now last few games, seeing more of what we saw towards the beginning of the season, and so. 
I don't know. I, I almost feel like, too, and we'll talk about this in, in Prop Watch later in the show, I feel like this is just a, a healthy dose of Christian McCaffrey. You keep it kind of close to the vest. Maybe a lot of George Kittle, too, with Debo Samuel being out of this thing. And you just try to kind of get out of here with, even if it's an ugly win, a win of some sort. And I just don't imagine this is we're going to we're going to come in here tomorrow John and we're going to sit here and, and in segment one I don't think we're going to go man there was a Brock Purdy show last night right. you know like yep. I, I don't feel like that's going to be the narrative when we come in here no and I think it goes for both quarterbacks right like mm-hmm. if you look at both guys like Geno Smith his first five starts he he was the best quarterback in the NFL yeah. right PFF passing grade 87.9 he'd only committed seven turnover the plays had thrown nine touchdowns he, he looked absolutely brilliant but if you look at it since he has not been anywhere near the same guy because you talk about ugly wins I mean this looks like an ugly game all the way around, given what we kind of know about the two guys who are going to be pulling the trigger here. Uh, since then, 22nd for Geno Smith in terms of passing, uh, 15 turnover worthy plays, a turnover worthy play rate of uh, 4.5%, which is very high mm-hmm. for him, too. So, no, th- this does look like one of those, like, kind of nasty, like, they're showing right now on NFL Network, like, all the old school 49ers <laughs> and Seahawks games yeah. and Harbaugh was there. Those are, like, 13 to 6 games or whatnot. This has the feel for me, I think, of one of those types of games. And and you look and you, you said you played the under, and I think another reason that where if I was playing this total, I would also be on the under in this game is now, Ken Walker's off the injury report for for Seattle. We know that's nothing Pete loves more than to, to run the football. Establish if he the can. run. Yes, run the football if he can. And with with Walker certainly having success for them as well. I mean, let's to be fair, they had a lot of success when he was running the ball and running the ball effectively. I just can't imagine a scenario in which now it might fail and at some point they have to completely get away from it. But I cannot imagine a scenario in which he doesn't at least make it have to fail. Like I can't think we're coming out right, and it's right. like, oh, 10 pass attempts before we see, you know, two rush attempts or anything like that. Like I imagine it would be the, if anything, the opposite, right? Where he's like, all right, Ken's ready to go. Well, we're going to fire Ken up. Yeah. No, no, I I think you're right. And it's also a way to, as we know, uh, avoid the pressure of this pass rush for Mm -hmm. San Francisco, right? Like if you can run the ball, you don't have to throw it as often. Then of course you can get rid of uh, some of the issues that you're going to face. Cause keep in mind, one of the things that has also been kind of sneaky about the downfall of Geno Smith is he's all of a sudden under quite a bit of pressure the last uh, mm-hmm. like last few weeks or so. Uh, the uh, I got him as the sixth highest pressured quarterback in the National Football League since week six. So he's under pressure quite a bit, and this is a pass rush that is going to be able to get after you. How do you avoid that? There's two ways. There's quick passes. Mm-hmm. There's also running the ball. So you don't have to yep. pass it. So I think that, yes, knowing the one Pete Carroll and the way they want to do it, see, look at the, the old school <laughs> Kaepernick 49ers games. Um, I think that's what we're going to see a lot of. Yeah, and, and I think the only other thing, and again, we'll talk about this in, in prop watch as well. If if the 49ers are are able to get home, I think the adjustment comes or they do it from the get-go like you're talking about. This might be a Tyler Lockett game where it's just the little quick, like yeah. you're doing, like little quick over the middle, even like just a little screen pat, whatever it might be, like just kind of utilize Tyler Lockett and his skill set of, of doing that stuff over the middle and whatever. It's not really – I don't feel like this is a DK Metcalf type of game. Uh, that being said, there are several injuries in the secondary for the 49ers coming into this game. And so that could play a factor in all this if they are not able. I can't imagine that they won't be able to get pressure on Geno Smith with how good this this defensive line is. But if for whatever reason this offensive line is able to protect Geno Smith and he does have time to throw – there are multiple injuries in the secondary to which might be able to be exposed if, if Gino's given time. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I think also we always get wrapped up in these props with, like, some of the main targets. Mm-hmm. It might be a no-fant game. 
Yeah. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if we're if we're talking about a guy who's going to be under pressure, maybe quite a bit. And, and one of the ways to alleviate that is getting the rid of the ball quickly. It's getting it to wide receivers yeah. on some quick routes. It's also getting it to your tight end on some of those quick routes, too. So and fan in the past, like the Carolina game was really bad. He only got targeted one time, I think, didn't catch it. Uh, but if you're looking at the other games, we're talking about like uh, five targets against the Los Angeles Rams, six a couple of weeks mm-hmm. back against Arizona. Like there, he's had some high target games here for Geno Smith, and they have come in the recent weeks as opposed to at the beginning of the season. And it might be one of those that where Noah Fant, you're talking about a low reception yardage prop of only 27 and a half, reception prop of two and a half, and Noah props later. But yep. that's something to look at. And looking here, of course, a game that is very, very important for both of these teams. The 49ers can basically lock up the division with this. Seattle Seahawks, we know, are trying to cling to hopes of. Yeah a playoff berth in all of this. So a very, very important game for both of these teams. Tyler Huntley did practice today for the Ravens. Lamar Jackson officially ruled out. So Huntley uh, cleared concussion protocol. So it will be Huntley going there for the Ravens. They find themselves still as three-point underdogs to the Cleveland Browns, a total of 38 in that one. I took a piece of the Browns on Sunday, expecting that maybe we weren't going to get Huntley. That ended up not being the case. I thought short week, concussion protocol, these new things that are going on. Maybe we're going to get Brown in this thing. That's not the case. Does this change your handicap a lot with Tyler Huntley being able to go? Or are your thoughts basically the same? My my thoughts are basically the same. Mm. Like, I just, like, Huntley's been fine in spurts. But at the end of the day, for me, like, the difference right now between him and, you know, anybody else, I think it's really minimal because it's a really Mm -hmm. low-level quarterback that's playing. Um, But this is one of those games I immediately scratched off. I I wanted no part of at all, you know? Yeah. We are going to continue to run through the news of the day, some injury notes that may help you with handicapping these games, may help you with trying to figure out if you want to completely scratch them off because there are several games that I also did that too this week as well. And I do want to get John's thoughts here on the NBA. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Ball Sports from Full Swing and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest odds, lines, and boosts. Whether you are a soccer fan, a football fan, a hockey fan, or a basketball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join now for new promotions like Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Sunday Football Parlay Insurance, and more. And Bet Rivers is calling all soccer fans to head to betrivers.com to check out our World Cup Daily Bet and Get. It's a whole new game. That actually reminds me of something that happened over the weekend. Um, everyone losing their mind about some of the sports books refunding the uh, Kyler Murray oh. props and stuff and things like that okay. on Monday and all that. Can know. I take a moment really quickly on this yeah, topic? Yeah, because yeah. I we obviously know what those are, right? Hey, you know what? I'll tell you this much. If there was a lot more money in that pot, I'm sure those refunds don't happen. Exactly. But can I, can I say this? And I'm talking to you. If you have ever fired up your Twitter account to ask a sports book for a refund right. you're doing on it wrong. an event. Yes. Screw you. Yes. Okay. You're doing it wrong. It, well, maybe you're doing it wrong. Yes. But it's just, it's annoying. It yeah. is absolutely ridiculous. It is childish. It happens. Guess what? I, I made the joke the other day. I, I have a win total bet on the Detroit Pistons over 26 and a half wins. It's a great number. They closed with 29 and a half on their win total. Kate Cunningham is about to have surgery on his shin. And he's not going to play for the rest of the year. Yeah. Do I get a refund? No. Right. I got to sweat this thing out and hope they get over it. You guys are annoying. The, other, th- say well, the other thing that's annoying, though, is the people who then go, well, that's not how betting works. It's not supposed to be that way and whatever. And all of a sudden, like, they just decided to give you whatever. If you're sitting at a restaurant right. and they bring you out a dessert and they hand you a dessert and, like, they're like, hey, on the house. You're like, ah, no, no, no. That's not how this is supposed to be. Like, I'm, not, I'm not accepting this dessert. No, take it back right. or I'm going to pay for it. You know, it's like, no, no. Like, sometimes people just give you something. It is what it is. So, it's like, yes, you shouldn't expect it. I don't expect the free dessert when Correct. I sit down at the thing. Like, I'm like, oh, they, they better bring me that free dessert that they gave me last time. Like, no, I don't expect it. It's just a nice little perk when it happens. And it's the same deal with these, like, okay, one of these books, like you said, it's obviously a very small market. It's not going to make or break whatever's going on. And if it makes a better, let's remember, guys, you're the 1%. The people that are getting upset, you're the 1%. The 99% of the people right. who want who like want stuff like this and everything like that. Because, like, and let's be serious, I'm not complaining about the practice itself. That is cool, yes. right? Yeah, if, you yeah. get, if you're on the positive side of that. You should never ask for it. Or respect it. Yes. yes. You should never. And you should never tweet other books. That, like, especially <laughs> the ones in Las Vegas. Like, this is the industry standard. No, it's not. No, it's not. So stop no. doing it. Yes. No, it's not at all with any of that. So. Yeah, keep, keep keep all that. But again, it's just like it's, it's like on both sides. One, don't ask for it, don't expect it. Two, if it happens, don't be like, that's not how this is supposed to work. <laughs> I can't believe it. Like, you know, I mean, come on. Like, it is what it is. All right, so we just talked about this. The Steph Curry news is, is is coming down basically as we are coming onto the desk. And so I wanted to kind of get your your quick takes on all this. I understand you haven't had a chance to really think this through and, and run numbers and et cetera, et cetera. But you know, the markets that obviously are going to be affected in this, an MVP award, for example, we had Steph Curry as short as I think we were talking to you, what, two weeks ago, he's seven to one, seven to one right? Like, to, yeah. like seven to one, things like that all the way out to 13 to one at DraftKings right now. Jason Tatum at two thirty, Giannis at three to one, Luca at three thirty, Joel Embiid at 10 to one. 
And then uh, Jokic is at 11 to 1. All of them shorter now than Steph Curry. When you take a look at this, I mean, it is with as good as all of these players are, even if let's say it's the best case scenario for Steph and he does only miss three weeks, like, is is that is is three weeks too much for him to be able to kind of make up ground on all of these guys who are all playing ridiculously awesome? So I would say no. Okay. I would say three weeks is not enough for him to lose out on this award. The problem is what happens with his team in those three okay. weeks, right? Yeah. Because at the end of the season, let's say like the world burns when mm-hmm. he's gone and they win like three games maybe yeah. right over the span of three weeks and they plummet down in the standings. He comes back, continues at his MVP level, gets them to like the play and they win and they're like, you know, whatever it yeah. is, whatever the damage control has to be over the course mm-hmm. of the rest of the season, that's going to work against him. And, and I feel like that would not, they would not allow it, even though the numbers with him on the floor, all the story, the narrative, we know how it works. I, I think that would really work against him. So I don't think it's so much his absence over that stretch. It's what happens over that stretch with his team that puts him behind the eight ball. If that makes sense. Gotcha. No, I, you know, no, totally. And so with that being said, now that this thing has basically doubled overnight, um, is a 13 to one Steph ticket worth tucking away in your account? Or is it too big of a gamble? At this point? Uh, no, because that number is going to just get larger, mm-hmm. right? Like a, as these weeks go along and he's not there and these MVP candidates continue mm-hmm. to do what they do. If the Pelicans continue to win games, right. uh, if Luka Doncic, uh, I th- actually Luka Doncic is not a good example because his team kind of stinks. Uh, but like the sneaky one, like Joel Embiid and mm-hmm. the Philadelphia 76ers who are finally healthy, right? If they continue to climb up the standings, they, those odds for Steph are only going to shrink in terms of the probability, thus the number is going to get better. So if you want to take the gamble, I would say sure, but you're waiting. You're waiting because yep. over the next three weeks, that number is not going to go from 13 to 1 to 10 to 1, right? It's not going to get any it's better. It's the out of sight, out of mind thing exactly. or whatever. Yes, and I, I agree 100%. Like, I I might actually do it just because I know what a healthy Steph Curry is capable of. And if, like, if he has to go out and try and average 45 a night, right. like, whatever, he will try to do it, right? I mean, yeah, I mean like, like last night, like he yeah. left the game. He was like, I think it was like 11 of 14 from the floor. Yeah. He hit like 12 free throws, mm-hmm. something ridiculous. He was up, he hit like over 30 points. And yeah. He was gone in the third quarter. He's been incredible. So if we're, if we're looking at, you know, let's, let's call, let's say he, he drifts somewhere in between where he's at now and that Durant range, we're going to get a 17, 18 ish, something like that to one. I, that's something I will be willing to gamble to tuck away in my account and just oh, yeah. say like, Hey, if Steph can be Steph for this latter half of the season, again, while out of sight, out of mind, and the number is going to grow. We also are remember what we see last. And as long as he can finish strong in whatever, like, you know, that's what we remember. Oh yeah. Like, I think what you're doing is uh, you wait. And when it's reported, Hey, he's on his way back. That's when you bet it. Mm-hmm. Cause you're either getting 13 to one or a better number. Right. Like either way, that's what you're going to get. And you'll be in a position to do it. And I, I would agree with that. So then let's look at more something from a, just from a, a, a team standpoint. One, I guess, you know, after the loss last night and everything, like what, what do you assess of this Warriors team as a whole? I mean, Draymond, I think he scored one point, had two, two boards yep. and two assists. I mean, just something absolutely atrocious. Um, have not, for whatever reason, have just been so bad away from home and all that. I mean, is, is, was this a team that you were kind of like, oh, man, maybe this team's not as good as I thought they were entering the season anyway? Were you thinking that anyway with this Warriors Yeah, I team? think grand scheme of things, mm-hmm. like I thought that, like, especially when you look at the weaknesses of this bench, that this is going to be a team that, like, yeah, it's clearly got its flaws. Uh, they built themselves because they thought younger guys were going to start to take steps forward, and that really has not mm-hmm. been the case. They're sending guys like James Wiseman, who's still been in the G League, and maybe he's going to find his way back now because of it. But, no, like, this is a very, very flawed team. 
uh, right now. And when I say that in, in the grand sense of competing with the others that are sure. in front of them in the Western sure. Conference and if they somehow were to make it on the back of Steph Curry in the NBA Finals. So, yeah, no, th- this is a flawed team that's going to have a lot of issues climbing its way out of the Western Conference, and, and they deserve to be you know, docked here a little bit. You know, last night, for example, uh, I – I bet the Warriors because, hey, look, we're, we're talking about a one-point spread. Yeah. Uh, the Miami Heat were in the Indiana the other night. They were laying three and a half. This Warriors team at the very least power rates identically, at the very yeah. least with Miami. And ultimately, you know, they kind of looked like it at the start of the third quarter before Curry went out. But, no, this is a flawed team, and there are quite a few teams I would put ahead of them in the entire scheme of things. Here's right. the problem. In the West, the West looks like just mud. There's really no overtly dominant team. So even if we're talking about Steph Curry missing some time and coming back, there's certainly a way to climb their way out of this conference. So uh, one of the bets then I did want to ask you about, because this is, you know, people I think forget in the NBA specifically how you can bet just these, these different markets that you do got to dig around a little bit. So you can bet the Pacific division. Right. So you now have a Warriors team is going to be without and, and listen, they're sub 500 as it is anyway. But like they were they're now they're going to be without Steph Curry for a few weeks. You were just talking to us a couple of days ago about how you think that this Clippers team might actually start to be putting things together. You can get them just to win the division Clippers to win the division at three and a half to one yep. right now. And now if you feel like you don't have to worry about the Warriors quite as much, it's almost it's almost a head-to-head bet against the Suns at this point. You're getting three and a half to one. And the Suns themselves have a lot of issues, right? Like yeah. their defense has been really poor this season. They're nowhere near as deep in terms of their bench. Yeah. Right? When Dwayne Washington Jr. is a really good key piece for you coming off of the bench, you've got a little bit of a problem. Uh, Steph Curry, excuse me, um, Chris Paul, uh, not even averaging. or He might be up to 10 points a game. I haven't checked for a couple of days. Uh, but no, I, like all of that put together, I would say yes. I was actually just t- talking with Mitch Moss about this a couple hours earlier today, uh, which was that. And at the beginning of the day, like early on this morning, Matt, they were actually in the range of like seven to one. Then they got to five to one, and now yeah. we're sitting at like plus three fifty. But even at that point, to say the Suns are odds-on favorites to win this division, given how good the Clippers can be and the distance between them at this mm-hmm. point right now, I would say there is value in the Los Angeles. Yeah, like Clippers I think it's still bettable because I mean, again, it's like we we both and we've talked about this on on the program we've had you over. Like, look, it's a fine story with the Kings. They just eventually it's going to it's going to fade. I, you know, mm-hmm. I don't think we're worried about the Kings either, and so. I think you're getting three and a half to one. I understand the odds are, are lower today, right this second than they were even earlier this morning, but you're getting a head to head at three and a half to one. Like I will take almost any head to head when teams that are, you know, I don't think that the, the, the separation between them is, is very, very far. I will take any head to head at three and a half to one. Yeah. And look, cause like, you know, I'm all, uh, I'm always making the joke right before we had, we left right about like, Hey, you know, when it, tell me when they play, but when it comes to Paul George and quite Leonard, cause they're mm-hmm. taking the night out tonight. Why Leonard, if you haven't been paying attention, his minutes have gone up per game. Mm-hmm. He is coming off of some really brilliant performances. Starting to score. Yeah he's, yeah, yeah, he's starting to score. He's looking a lot more comfortable. This thing's starting to kind of turn here a little bit for the Los Angeles Clippers. You've been watching them. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I really do like that bet. And I understand guys like – like JVT just said, I mean, it's not the same number that you could have gotten, you know, yesterday, this morning, or even this afternoon. But man, it, it, at three and a half to one, where I feel like it's probably a head-to-head against them and the Suns. That's just that's just good value. That's good betting value, yep. any way you look at it. Whenever we take a look at that. On the other side, we are going to come back talk to Adam Levitan from over at Establish the Run, see what they've got going on this weekend, and if there's any basketball news and notes he has as well. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
College Bowl season is about to kick off, and VEASAN has you covered with this year's College Football Bowl Guide. This year's guide has picks and spreads total every bowl game from VEASAN experts and Brent Musburger. Steve Mackinnon has power ratings for every team and breaks down the motivational factors that affect bowl game. Josh Oppelbaum to give you his bowl strategy as well. Adam Burke also gives you an advantage if you are part of the bowl confidence pools. Uh, give yourself an edge. VEASAN.com slash subscribe to check out the College Football Bowl Betting Guide. That is VSIN.com slash Subscribe. We got to change the wording of this because it says um, it says Visa and experts and Brent Musburger. Like I would say that if we're going to talk about experts in college football, like Brent Musburger, you know, the guy who's been around it for like fifty plus years, might might just kind of just fit into the whole experts. But I think that's why he does that, right? Like it's it's assumed that we you know we know we just it's it's okay that he's part of Brent Musburger. Well, we should say Brent Musburger and the other experts. There you go. You know, like something like that, just so that like he's he's lumped in. With everybody else. Um, now joining us here on the program, your friend and mine. He is the, uh, the proprietor over there at Establish the Run. You can find him on the Twitter machine at Adam Levitan. He is, in fact, Adam Levitan. Adam, thanks for joining us, buddy. Hey, good to see you. How's it going? Good, doing good, man. Doing good. And I, I know before we get into the NFL stuff, and I know you haven't really got, done a deep dive into the NBA stuff here, but I know you guys have been absolutely crushing it over to establish a run with the, the prop stuff. And, and that's, you know, what you guys, your bread and butter, but is there anything that you've just noticed? Cause I know you're, you're, you, you are betting them along with your guys. Is there any, is there any one market that you think that maybe is a little bit more profitable than the other ones so far? Yeah, I don't know about that. I just think that NBA, like props have gotten tougher across the board in NFL. Like there, there's no doubt about that. And I can talk about that more. I think the moat in NBA is bigger for people working hard. In other words, there are games every day, seven days a week for six months out of the year. I don't think very many people are up for urging their own projections for that. And so we have a team of guys all over the world and we have guys in Australia working overnight and stuff like that, just so that we can have our projections ready for when the props come out. I I don't think that anybody can do it at our level or have the dedication of the team to do so. And so the moat in NBA is huge. It's not like NFL where there's a ton of eyes on everything. Openers are getting hit. Lines are flying. Bad lines are getting picked off in NFL now. Stuff struggles to stay up till Saturday or Sunday, whereas in NBA, you know, there's far fewer eyes on it. And I think it's just because it's so, so, so hard to do it successfully. Uh, All right. Well, with that, let's move on to Thursday Night Football. We get the 49ers and the Seahawks uh, later tonight. Before we get to uh, some of the deep divey stuff with some of the props, uh, an overview for this game, 49ers three and a half, total of 43. Do you have anything there? Yeah, you know, my first thought is like, you know, short week, home game, in division. Seattle played really bad game. I thought it was Geno's worst game of the season against Carolina. Really embarrassing loss, I thought, for them in a home game to lose to the Panthers. They're in a game they really needed. Now they get to come home. You know, I'm no side better. I I don't have really a strong take here. I I was a little bit surprised the line wasn't a little bit shorter. But just like the Vikings, I think the underlying metrics on the Seahawks um, are a bit fraudulent. And so my thought was Seahawks, but you know what, man, I'm not a, a sides better whatsoever. All right, Adam, let's look at a couple of these props that you do have in your account. We know that the secondary is pretty depleted there for the 49ers. And, and John, and I were talking about this in, in the first segment where if so long as Gino has some time, maybe you would be able to find some success. You're looking at uh, some success for Gino Smith in the passing game as well. Yeah, we have over 20 and a half completions here 21 and a half at plus money if that's still out there I doubt it um yeah I I think Gino's accuracy has been underrated this year and prior to this game against the Panthers I mean you can make a case Gino was playing at one of the highest levels quarterback 
in the entire NFL from an accuracy perspective. I think with Kenneth Walker back for this game, they'll be a little bit more run heavy for as long as they can. It's just hard for me to see them being really effective running the football here tonight. And so I, I think Gito's completion percentage combined with a pass heavy game script. And by the way, over the last five weeks, no team in the entire NFL has leaned heavier towards the pass in terms of pass rate over expectation in the Seahawks. And so, yeah, we have them for around 23, 24 completions here. And so we were able to pick off the, the 21 and a half, 20 and a half or so. For, for anybody out there, what's still a playable price at 21 and a half? There's some minus 140s out there right now. Yeah, I don't think I'd take the 21 and a half minus 140. I think we try to stay, you know, at least 10% plus uh, uh, expected value on a bet. And so I think that would probably be below if I ran the sim on it. All right. Uh, so other side then, Christian McCaffrey, uh, it looks like probably a relatively big game for him. What are we looking at rushing yards right now? At least 80 and a half and uh, attempts 18 and a half and compl- uh, total rushing receiving yards, if I should say, uh, 122 and a half for McCaffrey. Yeah, so if you just looked at the box score last week, you would see Jordan Mason mixed in a lot. I, I, the first 14 carries of the game went to Christian McCaffrey. When it got to be 35 nothing, that's when Jordan Mason came in. So we do have Christian McCaffrey here for around 18 or 19 carries. I did see a 16 and a half minus 140 line out there. It's not the kind of bet I typically like to make short week running back betting on volume, but I thought that was okay. We didn't actually take it because it was a little bit thin. The other McCaffrey one that I liked was over four and a half catches around even money, maybe minus 105. Obviously, Christian McCaffrey has a huge role in the passing game, and then you remove Debo from the mix, and you start to spread around some of those targets even more. Christian McCaffrey, I think, uh, you know, we have Christian McCaffrey for 5.0 carries here, and so I would need something probably around even money to take that. But if you're just looking for, like, a fun break-even one, rooting for Christian McCaffrey catches is usually a a fun thing to do (laughs) on a Thursday night. What about George Kittle? I mean, you mentioned no Debo here. We do yeah. we do know that there's at least uh, how severe this injury is. Party we don't really know, but I mean, it's an ob- oblique injury. Imagine he's, the game plan isn't going to be just bomb it out anyway and things like that. So, um, what about Kittle in this game? Yeah, we have Kittle for four point one here as mean. I, I want to note the big difference in mean median. In, in other words, George Kittle has huge games two or three times a year. George Kittle goes like eight one fifty two, but there's also a lot of games mixed in there that are three for 20 and two for 30 and stuff like that. And so when you're betting props, you don't get rewarded extra when George Kittle goes for eight, 150 and two touchdowns. If you're playing DFS, if you're playing fantasy, you get rewarded extra. So I like Kittle better in those formats tonight, but similar to the McCaffrey one, we have about the same EV there, you know, on the George Kittle over three and a half catches. I think it's at least interesting in the hopes that with no Debo, they scheme some more stuff to Kittle on first read. What about the other tight end? Matt and I were throwing this around, which uh, Noah fan is what I'm bringing up here. If Geno Smith is going to be throwing this maybe a little bit more, we talked about the over completions. Would it be Fant who would be a beneficiary of that or anybody else for the Seattle Seahawks? Yeah, they're still playing three tight ends. So they still have Will Disley. They still have Colby Parkinson in there. We have 2.9 catches on Fant for 28.1 receiving yards. That's pretty close in line with markets. So we aren't really showing any bets on Noah Fant. I wish they would give Noah Fant a bigger chance, but they're obsessed with, with Will Disley. I mean, they love playing Will Disley, so it just kind of is what it is. Heading to Saturday, we got the Ravens and the Browns. Um, Deshaun Watson hasn't looked great since he has come back. It looks like you were, you were thinking that possibly he's going to continue to look <laughs> kind of shaky out there. Uh, does the weather also have anything to do with your projection? We don't have uh, any weather baked into this spot yet. We have Deshaun Watson for 202.6 pass yards, 230.3 pass plus rush yards. And yeah, I think you have to be concerned 
Um, Deshaun Watson played one of the worst games that I've seen a quarterback play against the Texans, and then he was not great last week either. The total in this game is so, so, so low. I do think that they will try to give a lot of Nick Chubb and the Kareem Hunt here. So, yeah, this is just kind of a straight projection bet, and some of the, the passing stuff we feel best about on projection because there's no volume inputs. You know, In other words, like, hey, you could argue tonight it's a short week, Jordan Mason's going to play a lot or something, and then we would be wrong on volume input. I think on quarterback, uh, it's so much easier to get the volume inputs right. And so, therefore, uh, we feel pretty good about taking pass volume stuff, uh, even when it's kind of tied up against the line there. How do you guys' projections work for guys who are coming off of long-term injuries, right? I bring that up because Darren Waller's a, a guy who's expected to come back this week. For a fantasy perspective, a lot of people, <clears throat> your boy, uh, maybe snag this dude uh, mm-hmm. and is hoping for a little bit of a, a good game from him coming back. But how do you guys handle that in terms of a long-term injury recovery? Yeah, I think it's a case-by-case basis, but we certainly have data that shows that guys who are listed questionable. Um, you know, we have docs on them around anywhere from 1% to 3% on their volume projection. I think guys who are not listed questionable but coming back from being as long as Darren Waller's been out deserve a doc uh, as well. But we try to get as much info as we can there. If he gets in three full practices, is not listed on the final injury report, all the news around him is good, maybe we'll give him a full projection here. So, yeah, I haven't seen a, a prop lineup on Darren Wall, you're at. I'm not even sure he's going to play in this game, but uh, but yeah, it's it's certainly a situation where there's some feel, and and that's kind of the thing on props. That I think people don't realize like it's not a bot doing all these projections. We're going in there and we're massaging some stuff that we think is right, and I think you know you have to do that these days to be to be props. Adam, we got about 30 seconds here. Let's say Lamar was the reason you got to your fantasy playoffs. Obviously, not going to play this week. If you had to go in and pick some bum up off the waiver wire to start this week, who's who's the bum? <sighs> Oh, God, good question. I, I think your best bet is probably still Tyler Huntley. There, there's few quarterbacks in the league who can actually run for 100 yards in a game, and I'm not saying that's likely, but that is within the range of outcomes for Tyler Huntley. So if you're going to go pick up some other dust ball quarterback, I'd rather just take a shot on a guy who has a really good rushing floor, and maybe he can run into some, like, big Mark Andrews game or something like that and and, and get you there passing as well. So, yeah, I'd have to see the options, but off the top of my head, I probably think Huntley's probably your best bet. You can find him on the Twitter machine at Adam Levitan. He and his team over established run crushing it, not only in football, basketball as well. Thanks for the time today, buddy. Appreciate it. All right. Good luck. Yeah, I uh, might have been a might have been a personal question that I asked there at the end because uh, Lamar, uh, yeah, got there with Lamar. And now I'm like, what the hell am I going to do as we enter the fantasy playoffs here? We'll continue on. Talk some circle lines on the other side. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. This segment of Eastern Final Countdown presented by Zen Nicotine Pouch, a surprising simple way to enjoy nicotine. Look, nicotine products are either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction you're looking for. But Zen Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Zen, six simple ingredients, completely tobacco leaf free, and up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. You can find Zen online or a store near you at zen.com. That is Z-Y-N.com today. Warning product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. ZYN.com. Six simple really, ingredients. Uh, an onion headline crossed my timeline as you were reading. I mean, hey, they are, they, they are, they are really, they are hilarious at times. <laughs> they really are. They are hilarious at times. So I don't, I don't blame you. Uh, all right. So good stuff there from Adam. Uh, look, if you are, if you're just tuning in, they have Geno Smith over completions. Now that said, that number has been juiced to hell. So you might have to yeah. bet a 22 or a 22 and a half as opposed to the 21 and a half. Uh, looking at the over on Christian McCaffrey rush attempts and then also McCaffrey receptions and George Kittle receptions as well in that one. So just keep that in mind as you are going about your stuff this evening. All right, so let's take a look here. We are, uh, I don't know how you are doing in the Circa right. Million. Oh. Um, yeah, in the Circa Million contest, yeah? Uh, mm-hmm. No, it's a Westgate Superbook contest, no, and, and uh, we'll just put it this way. We're looking forward for to next year. Uh, looking forward. No, no, no. no. We just you, know, you finish out strong. Hopefully, you can place one of these six week, this last six week contest. Okay. So, all right. So, there in other go. words, not as good as last year. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. Good stuff. Good stuff. I am. Uh, I'm doing like just good enough in both to where I still have to continue to pay attention, attention to right. them, and at the same time, still far enough away to where I'm like, I'm literally going to have to go like 18 and right. two or something or whatever to to get into the money. So it's like, what you know, what am I doing? I'm not going to go 18. Keep and fighting, two. man. I'm not going to go 18 and two. Yeah, longer you know, odds have been so. achieved before. Hey, producer Steph, if you would like to buy my entry from me, you can. Yeah, you know, I will sell it to you if you would. If you, how much if are you talking? If you, if, you, if you would like it, you need to go 18 and two to get a min cash. So. There's no, uh, there's no more mini contests left in the million. Is I guess there maybe is one more, well, right? Because I think that's like for me, right? In the in 15, the Super Bowl contest, 18. there's a three week contest, which I'm not. I had a four and one week in the first one, mm. but then I went two and three last week because uh, you know the Cardinals and there was one more. Oh, the safety and the the Jets Bills game killed me. Yeah. Um, but there's also a six week, so there's still hope over the next couple of weeks that you can place in the six week contest. So you might still have some hope in some mini contests. John, you watch the uh, you watch the Housewives. Have you ever watched any of the Housewives shows? Uh, other than the commercial with Dak Prescott, no. No, never done any of those. Um, so producer staff, huge into the into the Housewives. So yeah. much so. We do power ratings, you know, here on the show. She she was able to power rate the 
the Real, Real Housewives shows because she is such an aficionado on this to where Potomac, number one. Okay. Number two, New York City. Number three, New Jersey. Number four, Miami. Number five, Salt Lake City. Number six, Orange County. Number seven, Atlanta. Number eight, Beverly Hills. I had no idea there's so many. Yeah, well, and I guess there's a Dubai one as well, which apparently is so bad that it kind of is on its own list of of how bad it is. But those that would be the the power ratings of the top eight. Okay. Potomac, New York City, New Jersey, Miami, Salt Lake City, Orange County, Atlanta, Potomac's and Beverly Hills. So if one, anybody huh? needs to binge, that's the order in which wow. you want, would want to binge. Controversial. BuzzFeed has Potomac at number four. Ooh. Uh, that's pretty oh, bad. Uh, all right. Well, we'll we'll get the reasoning behind why she uh, why B she Hills the, was number one. Yes, why I she, assume that's what they call it. Oh, and that was her number eight there. Ooh, wow, we do wow, have a lot of wow. we have a yeah, we're, we'll have a we'll have a good conversation about that one. So we look at these lines. It is if you want to play the game tonight, it's sitting at the number that it is currently. Three and a half. Uh, of course, you know, these are fixed lines. We talk about this every single week. So once these come out, these are not going to change. It is sitting what we have it at right now. Now, this Browns number is different if you want to play the Saturday games. Browns two and a half. It's sitting three currently. So you would get it, you know, in theory, a half a point. A value there. Vikings and the Colts is sitting at three and a half as well. Now, this number is all the way up to four and a half at one of the books out there, four um, at the rest of them. So you are getting some value there on the Vikings as well. So let's start tonight and then the Saturday games, of course. Um, the uh, Miami Buffalo game is is there as well. That is sitting seven on the line. It is sitting seven rest of country right now. Is there any interest in the value you might get on the Vikings or the Browns uh, to take them in the contest? I, not, not really. Cause I think mm. too, it depends on where you're at, right? Like, so somebody like you, who's mm. kind of like on the outside, maybe like on the fringes and yeah. has a shot of vaulting their way in. I think you're kind of look to go a little contrarian, right? Like yeah. you're trying to go against the grain. So I am horrible at that. I tried to do that right. this past yeah. week where I'm like, okay, let me try to pick the, what I think are going to be the most popular games. I'm going to go to the opposite side of those. I'm horrible at picking what yep. are going to be the most popular games. I'm not, I'm not good at it at all. Uh, no, I, and I agree. I think yeah. it's a lot harder, like easier yeah. said than done type of deal. But like, I think you're putting yourself like, for example, like Ravens Browns. I feel like that. I think you're actively looking to take the Ravens because everyone's going to look at that and go, okay, that's under three, the market right mm-hmm. now, you're sitting at three. There's some value in that where you would be like, yeah, I'll take the bad number two and a yeah. half. And probably at the very least in that matchup will be in the minority and maybe get something there. So I think that's kind of the way you're looking at it. And I think that's kind of how you're viewing this, unless you're very much near the top of the leaderboard and just trying right. to maintain something. If you're trying to vault your way in somewhere, I think that's what you're trying to do. So as we head to Sunday, we've got the saints and the Falcons saints sitting at Three and a half point favorites in the contest. That is four, four and a half currently across the industry. Jets and Lions sitting at a pick'em. That has now moved to Jets point, point and a half. So there are a lot of there are a lot of discrepancies here. Um, just since these lines did come out, Chiefs and Texans at sitting at fourteen. Now that is where uh, we're sitting right now. Chiefs is fourteen point favorites there. Eagles and the Bears in the in the contest. It is sitting nine and a half. Across the industry right now, nines on the Eagles, so you are getting an extra half a point there on the Bears if you wanted to go in that direction. As we sit on this screen right here, John, uh, any of those games interest you as we start into the into the Sunday slate? I mean, I didn't see anything that really jumped off the page to me. I mean, I guess if we're looking at, I guess we're looking at the Jets kind of moving to the point point and a half favorite right. type thing. Maybe people see that and don't want to play the Lions, and maybe the Lions become, like you're saying, kind of a contrarian play. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I think so. It's kind of weird. I think those are, to a certain extent, kind of two darling teams mm-hmm. taking on one another, right? Yeah. Uh, that the market really enjoys. 
Um, and the Lions coming off of a big performance where everybody was like, oh, hey, let's move. Mark's moving in the direction. Let's jump mm-hmm. on in here with Detroit. I, I would say, to be honest with you, if, if one that intrigues me kind of the most just because we've, we're seeing a change and who knows how it affects them, I mean, the Falcons going with a different quarterback, right, with some young blood. Yeah. And it's not like the offense is going to change dramatically. Uh, Ritter's still a young dude. He's athletic. You're probably going to see some of the same principles, right? He cannot be more inaccurate. That's Marcus the, Mariota. It's, impo- it's impossible. Like it's he cannot impossible. be more inaccurate. And, yeah. and like, so like putting the ball in danger, like mm-hmm. Mariota was like, there's so many weird plays where he was just like, screw it. You guys have it. Like, <laughs> I don't think you're going to get that out of Ritter. And I'd be intrigued by that. I'm also intrigued, like, look, the saints offense has kind of struggled, but I also find it incredible that every week it's like, no, we're not changing quarterback. But if you look at it by like PFF standards, he's Danny Dalton's been fine. Like yeah. he's been really solid, but this offense overall is really scuffled. I, I would be intrigued by Atlanta because I, I just think a younger quarterback would be willing, I think, to do a little bit more uh, as a as a signal caller with a little bit more of a younger body, maybe a little bit quicker in terms of some of his athletic plays. I, I'd be interested in what Atlanta brings to the table. So as we flip to the next screen here and we start to look at how these lines uh, match up to what we see currently across the market, Steelers and the Panthers. Right now, Panthers are two and a half point favorites in the contest. If we look about market wide right now, getting about three across the market right now. So it did go on to that key number. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that Kenny Pickett is, is, is basically all but ruled out. And there's really some question marks as to what they're going to do at quarterback. Apparently they are, I just saw a headline come across the Twitter machine as you're talking about where one of the wide receivers for the Steelers is lobbying for Mason Rudolph to start yeah. for them. And so that was not an onion headline. I, I mean, no? yeah, okay. no, yeah. So we're getting, we're getting that. Um, look, if, 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 I think under the field goal for me with the Panthers, if I'm just playing this straight up, I think that the Steelers were with Kenny Pickett back there. I think there was at least some trajectory where you could look at maybe some upside here. We know for sure Mason Rudolph stinks. We know for sure that anything else they're going to throw back there stinks. I mean, Mr. Trubisky comes in, looks, looks God awful yet again and underrated Panthers defense. Pretty good. So I, I think from a, I think from a under the three here, if we're looking at one of these games where it looks like it's going to move towards three and, and maybe even further, depending on if they, if they decide to trot Mason Rudolph out there or whatever, uh, that might be one that it stands, stands out to me. No, I'd agree with that. Yeah. By the way, speaking of the, the, th- the theme of headlines, playoff hopeful Panthers look to play, <laughs> look to beat up on Steelers. It's a great headline from the AP. No, I think I'd agree with that. And I would say this, the thing that would give me pause Darnold was not good in the second yep. game. Like, yes, they, they won that Seattle game, and it looked uh, quite great. Uh, but some of his numbers were pretty poor. Um, I, that would worry me quite a bit because that was super vanilla, what you saw against the Seattle Seahawks. So Dallas Cowboys are four to four-and-a-half-point favorites rest of country right now. In the contest, however, they are yeah. three-and-a-half-point favorites. The Jags, uh, I don't know if this is circa just assuming that the Jags are going to take on more money because again, this was five when you made the bet. It was four, four and a half. They went ahead and put it at three and a half. I'm guessing this is them trying to predict because this has never hit three and a half. So I'm just assuming they're trying trying to predict that the Jags are going to take more money. Yeah, and you generally see that from contests, right? They're trying to see where the number will close. So that's probably the case. I think if you're rushing out there and going, oh, three and a half, a number that's four and a half, I'll lay it. I'd be surprised where it closes, but I think that's probably the way to go, especially, again, five is not the key, most key number of the world, but given the fact that it was five and now you're talking about a three and a half, I think it's only Cowboys or nothing. Broncos are a full three-point market-wide uh, favorite right now, two and a half in the contest with this one as well. So there are some differences that are going on out there. We'll see how we uh, make our final picks. We'll let everybody know what ends up making our card at, on, at the end of the show tomorrow. Hour number two when we come back.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.